0: Welcome to another edition of Cool Facts. Cool fact number one is about how your brain cells transfer mitochondria to one another. And if you're brand new to this stuff, mitochondria are not the power plants in your cells. They're actually the environmental sensors that then are manufacturing plants. They can make power, they can make inflammatory cytokines, they can make sex hormones. Basically, they look... They decide, and they make electricity or something else good or bad. What we've discovered is that when you experience a brain injury, like a stroke or a traumatic brain injury, mitochondria in your brain cells get damaged because there's a storm of free radicals. And that makes the damage even worse because already healthy mitochondria contain a free radical-fighting enzyme called SOD, and they also contain a really neat peptide called humanin, And, well, they need to be able to make those. But since they just took a hit because the guy next to them took a hit, you can see how this creates waves of damage in the brain. This is a bad thing even if you just headed a really hard shot in a soccer game. But what would happen if healthy mitochondria from nearby cells could jump into those damaged cells to clean up the shop to stop the damage from progressing? Turns out that's what's going on. In mice, researchers we were able to inject healthy mitochondria directly into the brains of animals with experimental brain damage. And magically, those mitochondria leapt right in and started transferring their antioxidants. And it was directly in support of a type of cell called astrocyte. Astrocytes are the unsung heroes of the brain that do all the cleaning and management while the neurons get all the rock star accolades on stage. They're basically the roadies for your brain? Well, it turns out that if the mice received mitochondria that did not have the SOD enzyme, those mitochondria were not able to help. What does this mean for you? It means that managing levels of SOD in your brain after a brain injury or maybe even before might have profound impacts on your neuronal health. I can tell you that if I took a sudden brain injury, there's a bunch of things I would do. And one of them is that you can take SOD as a supplement. And I think for the first day or two after brain injury, seems like a good idea to me, although we do not have a direct study of brain injury and SOD. This is enough for me to know. It's better than average chance that it's gonna be helpful, but we'll know more in a year or two. This cool fact is about a newly discovered molecule that stimulates hair growth. Now, if you wanna make a billion dollars really quick, pretty much help people lose weight, grow new hair, or have better sex, or get younger. Those are the big holy grails of anti-aging, and this appears to be one of them. Researchers at UC Irvine figured out a new precise mechanism which your hair cells use to encourage new growth. We already know that cells at the base of your hair follicles, called dermal papilla, send some kind of chemical signals that encourage hair growth, but we didn't know exactly what they were until now. Researchers just figured out the signaling molecule is called S-cube three or SCUBE three. SCUBE three activates hair growth by telling neighboring hair stem cells to start dividing, and that means that hair will start growing. Even better yet, of course, they tested this in mice, which have lots of hair all over them, except it's fur. So they involved human hair follicles, which were implanted into the mice. I have no idea what kind of haircuts the mice had. You'll just have to imagine that, and it worked. So both mouse fur and human hair will grow when you give them scube 3. What does it mean for you? Well, maybe it means you should go out and do a line of scube 3, except we have no idea how to deliver it. (laughs) And that's probably not the right way. So what should you do? this one we're probably gonna have to wait a little while a wave of biohackers will go out and buy scube 3 as an experimental peptide compound and probably try and dose it topically or orally or something i would wait until we know a little bit more about the best way to deliver this to your hair follicles but once we do this you should be able to smear it on or take it in some effective mechanism and have hair sprout wherever you want it to go What this really means is if you wanted hair to grow in the shape of a lightning bolt on your forehead, you're going to be able to do it. What if there was a way to feel younger for longer? Well, there is. Your body needs something called the NAD plus molecule to help you age well. When you're young, your body makes a lot of NAD plus, and that helps you make energy. It helps you keep your DNA healthy, absorb nutrients well, and it protects your cells from stress. But once you hit about 30, your NAD Plus levels start to drop. The good news is that longevity scientists have found some things that can help, like niacin, niacinamide, and niagen. They help your body make more NAD Plus even as you age. All three of these are in an amazing formula called Qualia NAD Plus. Check out Qualia NAD Plus risk-free for up to 100 days at neurohacker.com slash dave15 to save an extra 15%. That's neurohacker.com slash dave15, Qualia NAD Plus. It's what I use. Everyone's talking about red light therapy beds, and for good reason. There's a company called ARRC LED that's building an entirely new class of LED devices. This cool fact is about what makes your brain tired and what causes you to make bad decisions. Might be useful to know that, right? It doesn't really matter whether you're sitting at a computer for hours gaming or whether you're in a high-demand meeting or brainstorming. The cognitive demand eventually will catch up and you'll get tired. One theory says that your brain cooks up the illusion of mental fatigue to encourage you to do something that is more fun or more gratifying, or at least something that uses less electricity because we are all intrinsically biologically driven to conserve electricity. But new research published in the journal Current Biology reveals that cognitive demand can be toxic to the brain. That's right, think harder actually could be toxic. The research found that people required to think hard for work showed signs of physical and emotional fatigue. They had high levels of an amino acid called glutamate in their brain's prefrontal cortexes. And the buildup of glutamate affects the participants' decision-making skills, and they engage in activities that produce quick rewards with little or no effort. In fact, study authors say that glutamate buildup acts as a self-preservation tactic in the brain. And the buildup works to help you preserve the integrity of brain function by forcing you to take a break. What does this mean for you? Well, one thing is that you might wanna get some sleep because when you sleep, your brain synapses remove glutamate from your prefrontal cortex. And the other thing it means is stop eating monosodium glutamate. That means any commercial salad dressing, most commercial soups and sauces, and tons of restaurant foods with all sorts of unusual flavorings and almost all fast food. It's not labeled as an ingredient, but it's in there. The reason this matters is because monosodium glutamate raises glutamate levels in your brain very quickly. When glutamate levels go up, not only does your brain get tired, as this study showed, your brain also craves sugar so that it can deal with the excess glutamate restaurant tours and i have had a restaurant open in the la area for 8 years now we know that if you put msg or unlabeled msg Called something like flavoring into food that you will sell 30% more because people buy dessert and they buy sweet drinks when you dose them with that. I do not do that in my restaurant called the Upgrade Cafe. And I would wish no restaurants and no fast food companies did this, but most of them do. You need to keep monosodium glutamate out of your life and you need to rest. And ideally, when you're really tired, eat something already.